1: Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of How to Scale an Agency. I'm on with Mike Koziol. He's got an amazing brand that helps agency owners scale faster. I'm looking at the website and on the website he has the phrase, I help digital agency owners improve their operations and increase their revenue by 50% or more while maintaining a great work-life balance. He's also a uh, Agency Go member. Thank you so much, Mike, for being on the show. Thanks so much for having
2: me. It's a pleasure, I'm excited to talk to you.
1: <laughs> Yeah, I'm excited to have you on. This has been a long time coming. You've been a regular contributor to our Power Hours, and it's really exciting to uh, see you sort of helping people in the group. So tell me a little bit about what you do and also why you started working with A to Let me actually give you a little bit of a background of, of you know, where I come from.
2: I'm Polish. I live in Canada. I moved to Canada six years ago. I'm a lawyer by profession, and you know, I used to be a lawyer, and I used to be a fraud investigator. Quite a bit shift from doing you know uh, fraud investigations working with fortune 100 businesses to working with agency owners in the online business space but a cool kind of part you know my immigration or moving from one you know country to another played a big role into where I am right now because when i I was working as a fraud investigator, those projects are super, super intense, very mm-hmm. heavy, 80 hours per week, very dark job, you know, it's kind of like a, you know, undercover, you know, you're a business detective, basically, right? You know, it's very, very, again, heavy and very, you know, tends to be very overwhelming. And so I was like, well, I'm really tired. I'm really, you know, burnt out. I really see all the bad things in the world. I want to do something that's more colorful, more productive, more creative, more sexy. Right. It. And so, because I was working with lots of sales and, and marketing teams because this is where the fraud happens very often. I understood yeah. the business plus to be a business, a fraud investigator, you have to understand how it all works. Mm-hmm. You have to know where to look, right? So I have this skill built throughout all those, you know, projects to go into the business and see the gaps of the business. So now what happened is that I did start my uh, a marketing agency still back in Poland. And then I started another one in, in Canada. Then I was a partner in one in the U.S. And I quickly built them up. And people started coming to me asking me questions like, hey, you know, how you did this, how do you do that. I started looking at those. I could quickly, you know, use those skills as a fraud investigator to fill the gaps. And I would tell, hey, you need to do this. You need to lower the cost. You have to improve the margin. You have to do this, whatever, right? And then I'm like, hey, hold on a minute. If I'm mm-hmm. having fun with this, if yeah. I'm helping people doing that, how about I do consulting for them instead of the you right. see it's uh, itself, right and so i'm a type of a person that hates the stagnant the boredom that you know every yeah. single day the same stuff when i'm working with clients the challenges come at me every single day right you have five clients right. or whatever five different clients or a group call whatever it is you have you know questions from a to z and this is something that really drives me and fuels me as well because i love helping people that's just what it is and it's not it's not a just random, empty statement. This is how I have been all my life. I'm, I'm kind of a helpful guy. But then if I can be a helpful guy and then be paid for it, you know, that sounds like, yeah. like a great, uh, you know, connection, right? So, so that's, that's in a natural, you know, where I came from and what I do, as in like, you know, helping agency owners scale and be more profitable. Very important piece of the whole puzzle for me is when I start working with them, I ask, you know, a few questions. One of the questions is, what is your goal? Is divided into two things, because we all know that we, when you don't have the goal, you know it's very hard to hit it, right? That goal is is money, right? So what is your goal in money perspective? Like from money perspective, how much money do you want to be making, right? Hundred k per month, right. fifty two, and whatever that is, right? But also another side of that same coin is what kind of experience do you want to have from your business, right? right? Because you can be willing to work eighty hours per week and then making two hundred k per month. That's cool. But if you tell me I want to be making 200K per month, but I only want to work 10 hours per week, that's going to be way more difficult. Or we need to apply a different strategy towards that. Right. So, always that question for me is kind of twofold again, right? Money, tangible and intangible, the experience you want to have. And that is the, the work life balance that you can see on my, on my website. Right. A lot of clients will come to me, they say, Well, I'm making 150K, but I work 60 hours. How can we fix that? Yeah. And then we look at
1: opportunities too to make that more efficient. So, yeah. What's the number one way that you see agencies uh, typically fall short? Like, and also, what's the typical remedy or like steps that you provide them to help get out of that situation? You know what?
2: They're just inefficient.
1: It's all glued together. It's duct taped.
2: There's no strategy. There's, you know, It is as if they read 10 books or watched 10 webinars, you know, and then they applied everything randomly. And it's just like, Oh, currently here in this, this funnel. And then we're, someone told us we need to hire a media buyer. We're going to hire a media buyer. Someone told us we need to do this. It's just all kind of, you know, put together puzzle pieces from different puzzle sets. (laughs) And then it just makes no sense. Right. Right. The efficiency that is missing. So there are three main dials that we work on with clients to make the business profitable, both on the money side and also on your time side. So one is the cost right? Obviously, the lower the cost, the higher the margin, right? So we're looking at your cost structure, how much, you know, what is weighing you down, basically, right? Number two that we look at is the price, right? Are you priced properly for what you're doing? Are you priced accordingly to the market? Are you overpriced, underpriced, all those things, right? And this is where we talk about sales as well, pricing strategies, you know, uh, offers, uh, scopes, all those things. The third piece is the efficiency, right? So we look at, Mm -hmm. hey, you know, how can we improve whatever we're doing right now, so that we can handle more things. So for example, if we are paying, I don't know, $10,000 in cost, in fixed cost for labor, how can we increase the efficiency of that labor so we can handle more clients with the same fixed cost? So those are the three main things that we look
1: at. When it comes to pricing, let's talk about that for a second. How do you determine pricing with an agency? I mean, what is the process? Do you have like a, a formula you use or what do you do for that?
2: The first kind of benchmark is to look at what is the price on the market and then how do we stack up against that. If you have, you know, goodwill, if you have brand and all those things, you can, you can probably increase your price by 15, 20% versus the market because there's more that you kind of bring to the table. I look at the cost structure then as well. For us, the rule of thumb is that every employee or contractor, however you structure this, has to bring at least 5x of the cost. If they're working on, on one account and it costs me $2,000 to hire that person, then they should be working on $10,000 worth of uh, sales. Again, it's a rule of thumb. Some some agencies will have 3x, some agencies will have 10x, which is yeah. an amazing an amazing solution. And amazing, yeah,
0: amazing return. generated 1.72 million dollars in revenue i want the same thing for your agency so i've decided to give away some of my best performing outbound copy scripts for free that's right absolutely free if you want to transform your business for free go to agencygo.io forward slash leads to get your free lead scripts today that's agencygo.io forward slash leads now back to the show
1: so when it comes to scale it sounds like you work with agencies that are like scaling but for the larger agencies that you might work with or have experience with when does it start to sort of unravel or things start to get really messy is it like there's a certain number where things start to break down uh, that you've noticed yes i think there are two main steps uh or, or a few i would say a few levels so
2: and the reason actually why it happens is because the complexity increases right so the first step it says you're making you know, thirty thousand dollars, you can still handle things yourself and then you start hiring people. You start mm-hmm. hiring people and this is where things blow up because you don't have the systems, you don't have the processes, you don't have SOPs, you hire people randomly, you, you hire wrong people to, for the wrong place, wrong right. seat, wrong price. Right? That's the first step. And then you fix that thing and then go like, Okay, well I'm now like making hundred K, 150000 dollars per month. I want to remove myself from from the business again. Right. It, same thing happens, right? You try to remove yourself and there's no no foundation for you to to do that, right? And then as you kind of 10x your, your business again as you're making closer to one million then you know per month and that's that's another, I would say, bottleneck where things things break. But at that point where you're making that money, you're already trained by the two other episodes that you had. So it's right. kind of easier to handle. And you have more money and more cash flow to fix that sooner, right? You can hire consultants, you can hire more people, you can fire faster, like it's way easier to, to, um, to make it happen. Unless you go and, and you know, unless you go and, and for instance, go to another uh, country, right? You want to expand, you go from Australia to the US or US to Australia or UK, whatever, then that very often is a problem because a lot of businesses or a lot of agency owners will not properly look at the other market and they will not assess it properly. They will not take into, uh, into account the cultural differences, for instance.
1: One thing that is interesting you know, about um, some of the things you're bringing up, you're talking about cash, you're talking about profit, you're talking about all this stuff. A couple of questions I've been getting recently inside the group and then also just hearing about online and the interwebs and stuff is um, how much cash should you have on hand at all times as an agency owner? when you're scaling and if you want to have a healthy agency like do you, do you have a metric for that that you usually use because i know that's something that's coming up internally within our team right now
2: so the minimum is six months you know for me it's not easy in the beginning as you kind of are scaling because most of the stuff is investment but right. six months is the minimum 12 months is preferable we could clearly see what was happening during COVID, and not only with agc world obviously everyone was impacted so many businesses died or, yeah. you know, or like we were really struggling because they did not have the, the cushion. Right. You still have the labor costs, all the things, offices and things like that. And you cannot easily get out of those. Right. You have labor laws. You have to give three months you know, termination notice. You have this and that. You have to pay people for three months. So if yeah. you only have three months worth of money for labor and then, you know, you're, you're going bankrupt. Right. Yeah. And, and that's the end of the show. So, yeah, there's just a few big corporations out there that had really good cash flow situation and they, they are the ones who will survive and they are the ones who can bounce up really, really quickly after the, the hardship, after all, you know, whatever is happening. Right. Right, right now, recession is coming. Like, I would strongly recommend everyone to look at their strategies and look at the cash flow and look at the situation that's happening in their bank account and yeah. really prepare for what is to come. <laughs>
1: <laughs> totally understand. So, one thing that, i'm also curious about is um what would you do in a recession or what would you tell your agencies to do in a recession outside of just shoring up cash flow to weather the storm is there any way to look at it as an opportunity potentially to even grow your agency if you structure it in a certain way yeah 100 percent. so it's funny that you asked this because that's exactly
2: what i discussed with one of the clients this morning and i'm preparing all my clients to go through an exercise So obviously we don't have a crystal ball, right? We don't know what's going to happen and where it's going to hit us the most, but we can make some assumptions, right? Whenever we make assumptions, we make scenarios, scenario, you know, the best case scenario, you know, kind of like maintenance and worst case scenario, right? And then we use, I don't recommend that we go super deep in, you know, deciding what's going to happen with those scenarios, like what are we going to do? But we have to have those different scenarios and understand, well, if stuff really happens badly. Like if we have the worst case scenario materialized for us, what is going to be our situation, right? Right. And then do a very basic, you know, kind of MBA style models. One is the PESTEL model. So you look at the political, economical, social, technological aspects or factors that are impacting you right now. And then do a SWOT analysis. Just the basic, basic stuff to guide us through this and look at the opportunities and threats and weaknesses that we have inside. The thing that is definitely happening right now is we definitely look at the social behavior that is changing, right? With the recession, we have to understand, well, recession comes, what does it mean for our clients? You know, their behavior will change because their clients, their customers' behavior will change, right? So the sooner you understand the behavior of people, the sooner you'll be... You know, you'd be better off with deciding what you need to do. And perhaps you need to move from Facebook to TikTok. Perhaps you need to move and completely change your, your strategy and be, become a creative agency. Right. So might be another pivoting moment for a lot of agencies. Yeah. The yeah. same one we had with COVID, right? If you're working in right. events or gyms or restaurants pre-COVID, COVID happened, you, your clients were gone. And um, the problem that we had at that point, I remember, you know, I was guiding a lot of my clients through this they would tell me, hey, Mike, I will not pivot because I spent you know, five years perfecting this for my gyms. I'm like, well, you have two options right now. You can dwell on the fact that you spent five years and life is hard, <laughs> right, and die, or yeah. you can put it in a box, you know, just put it on the side for when it, you know, it might be used, uh, again, your processes, your people, and, and again, you know, other things that you have. Hire the right talent, build new processes, and become
1: an e-com agency. Right. Because that's what' happening right hundred so. percent well, this has been a fascinating interview, and I'm, I'm so glad we got a chance to have you on the show. Is there anything that you want to leave the listeners with or a place they can find more information about you Is it at your website? I know obviously if if, there's, if they're an agency go member, they can contact you there, but if they're not, how do they find you? How do they get in touch? Yeah, best to go through.
2: On my website, I have some good, good. I can tell they're good because that's the feedback I'm getting. Some good resources. There's 27 part activities for the agency to grow. I think that's one of the, the most popular you know, Google sheets that I have and trainings, free training. So that's going to be the, the most popular one. I would strongly recommend everyone go through that. It's free to access and you know, just uh, give me your email and I'll send it to you right away. Yeah, just go to mycojo.com and yeah, everything is there. Free guide free you know, scaling guide, 27 priorities, <laughs> that's, the, that's the one to go for.
1: Fantastic, man. Well, we really appreciate you having on the show. Uh, it's been fantastic interviewing you. It's a long time coming, and I'm sure a lot of people learned a lot of really good lessons from this. So we're going to have you on, hopefully, in a quarter or two again, just to talk about all your new insights, working with agency owners. It's been fantastic. Thank you so much for being on the show and for everybody listening They're looking to increase their margins, increase their profit, increase their scalability within their agency. Hit up Mike Koziel. Thank you so much, Mike. Thanks, Lucas.